So today's episode's a little different. We are doing a recap of LeakyCon Orlando that just happened last week. And so we'll be hearing from a few different people in regards to how the weekend went and just a recap of our lovely weekend at LeakyCon. So to start us off, we have Paula. Hi! So Paula, have you ever been to LeakyCon? No, it was my first time. I had plans of going back in 2020, um, and obviously that didn't happen. Uh, so I was excited that when it was coming back, that it was coming here. It was going to be local, so it was going to be easy to get to for me. <laughs> um, and I, I have to say, like, I can't believe that I never did it before. Like, I feel like I, I've missed so much in never doing it before, like, and pretty much everybody who I've spoken to that was like either like a first timer or they were like, man, I can't believe I never did this before. Like people who are seeing like, like my own recaps, because pretty much that's all I've posted since I've come back is just recaps of that weekend. Um, have been like, man, I can't wait to do it. And I'm like, it, it to me, it has to be like on your bucket list. Yeah, even if you only do it once. Yeah, it was yeah. incredible. Best yeah. weekend ever. Best weekend ever. It may have been my favorite leaky con to this point. And this would have been my third. Wow. You're you're a pro. <laughs> yeah. No, it was my first and I was on a panel, which was cool too. I was super nervous about that. Uh, but I think it went well. I mean, there were some tears. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> Oh, and I have not stopped crying since. We've been crying for a week and a half. Happy tears, happy tears, but we we haven't stopped. Yeah, it's been tear fest. And then every time I post something, people are like, "Well, why are you making me cry again?" And I'm like, "But it's not. They're not bad tears. It's just cute tears." Like I think now it's also like a running joke. Yeah, it's like I have to keep it going. (laughs) How do I make you cry today? so much stuff I haven't posted yet like that I'm like I'm gonna have to post some other stuff in between because people are gonna get sick of me (laughs) it's like that audio prepare to be sick of me (laughs) that I'm like these people are like this girl all she posts about is LeakyCon and it's been six months (laughs) that's that's how I feel it's gonna be uh but it it was so worth it and it was funny like um I was talking with another person that had gone and they had been a little burnt out on creating and like doing yeah. the content. And we were talking about how like, yeah, we all like made a lot of reels and took a lot of photos and posted a lot of stuff. But one of the things we had talked about, um, it was Amanda and I had talked yeah. about is the fact that we didn't feel like we were creating because we were supposed to, we were doing it because we were with all these amazing people and just having fun making things. Like a lot of the content that came out of it was completely organic. And we're like, oh, hey, we just found this character in cosplay. Yeah, let's go run over there. Hey, Mari's a cake. This is the perfect uh, thing. Let me find Hagrid. Like, yeah, that kind of stuff was, first of all, I know that a lot of people have like this whole like negative thing with real. I love reels and I've loved reels for a long time. Um, I get it. It's kind of like TikTok or whatever, but I like it. It's it makes me happy. Um, and I think I've said this before. I, I post reels for myself more than for anybody else. I watch my reels a lot. I watch your reels a lot too. 
I think my but, only thing with like reels is um I'm very nervous to do reels. Yeah. And so I, I I've always relied it? on pictures. I only just started posting pictures of myself, let alone a video. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've always been like okay with posting myself, I guess. Like for a long time. I mean, I was taking selfies before there was forward facing <laughs> cameras. That's all I'm saying. I'm like Polaroid <laughs> camera. Yeah, exactly. I'm like. You know, when you still have to develop pictures, that's that's how long I've been taking selfies. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like just all that stuff, like doing reels with people or just asking people like, hey, will you do this with me? And they would be like, yeah, like it's just so cool to be in like a place with all these people who love the same thing you love. Yeah. And it's not like it's not like you don't know. Right. You're, it's not like, man, this person might be a Harry Potter fan, but maybe they're not. This is like for sure. Now, like if you walked if you into this Harry room, Potter. you're either a lost or a Harry Potter fan. Exactly. So I was like, oh, this is this is cool. Like it's like these are your people. There were some, I will say, I don't know if you were with us for this experience. Um, we were walking into the con and there was like a reunion happening. Yes, there were like two other conventions. And there was a lady on um FaceTime with someone, and she was just like, There are wizards everywhere and I forget who I was with and we both I think I was with um Kelsey and we both started like rolling laughing and it was when we were on full cosplay and she looked yeah. over and she's like I'm so sorry I don't know like no 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 we think it's really funny I, was, I think I was with you when the two kids were like where are you guys going because I see everybody dressed like in Harry <laughs> Potter stuff and I was like, oh, you're our people, but you're stuck with your people. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're sorry. You have to be at the, the 50th anniversary reunion. Yeah, somebody, yeah. But... And, it was, and the lady was so apologetic and we were laughing so hard. We were like trying to explain. We're like, no, no, no. We love that this is the reaction you're having right now. Yeah. So just like, all, I mean, just all of it or like the the creating the reel with, with Trey at one o'clock in the morning in a stairwell like people walking by with Amanda on the floor like just security everything. checking that she's or, actually alive yeah or almost getting the paramedics called on me because I decided that I wanted to be dead Cedric on the floor just all that is like just like there's a story like every day and it was just like it's, it was an amazing experience I can't wait to do it again and then like ending it with like Karina's event at um main house market that um she put together with um gates of universal i don't know if any of you guys know zach but uh he's amazing and it's just like everything was perfect it was like perfect it was like the perfect and you weekend. won trivia there yes you guys won i was so proud of you i'm like they used the team name i gave them but i couldn't stay and they won yeah it was just it was an awesome weekend like now and I'm like thinking this is really bad. I'm like, do I need to go to Denver or like I don't, I could wait till next year? Or do I? Mari to- said the same thing. <sighs> we all did the same thing. We're like, oh, do we need to go to Denver too? And then there's part of me that's like, I want to go to Denver, but I don't want to go to Denver because this was so good, right? What and I want to hold on to this been- memory until next year's. I don't want to write over this memory in October. I want this to be my Leaky Con 2022 memory. Gotcha. I understand. But I think that if I gave you a little push. Oh, I could, I would easily jump. Let, let's be honest here. 
It was just, so good. It was so good. And like, I know like we've done like many meetups in the parks with people, but this was the first time we really just like all got to be together and to yeah. see each other. And even not even just like the Pottergram people, but like meeting like um, Ivy from um, Yellow Squib and like yeah. Nutmeg Art and like some of the vendors who I have followed for so long. Yeah. And um, there's just something Nikki about... From- shopping at Roco. Yeah. Yes. All, all the these people that I see online all the time, I've spent my money with them and it, it was just, it was just cool. Like Stina and just yes. everybody. And there's also like a difference of going to their booth and like looking at the physical item rather than click, 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 click. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. I bought oh, yeah. those <laughs> Yeah. Um, next time we have to be on a budget. I'm still like on a leaky con high. Like I, am too. I don't want it to end. And like I'm some like, people are like talking about like there's always that con depression afterwards. And I yeah. haven't hit that yet. Same. Because I just like someone has posted something every day and it's just been like a reminder of how great of a weekend it was. And it was with the people that like I not just that I wanted to be around, but I needed to be around. Yeah. It was it was incredible. How about hello? Did we talk about? Who placed second in the cosplay contest? <laughs> it actually hasn't like, come up yet. <laughs> it hasn't come up. I mean, like I have, like I. So I. So this episode's being recorded out of order completely. Oh, okay. And it but, hasn't come up, and it's literally like on a dress stand behind me in the video. That's like, to me, that was like, to me, it was huge. Like, and I know it was huge for you too, but like, it was. It was like to me the best, and I'm so glad I got to go. And I'm gonna thank Tom again for basically giving me his pass for the last day. Because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have gone. Um, but that was like incredible to watch too, because there was like so much emotion in it, and I know how hard you work on the cosplay, and it was incredible. And like nobody said anything bad about it. It was just like everybody had something good to say about it, and. You like so deserve that spot. And I mean, I would have given you first place, but I mean, somebody on a scooter in the, in uh, Umbridge's office, that's hard to beat, but, that is hard to beat. <laughs> oh, but it, was, it was, it was awesome. I will never forget that moment. And the moment from that, that I remember most it's one, I, I have horrible stage fright. I've said it before. <laughs> I don't know why I run a podcast because I am terrified of speaking in front of the people. Like, yeah, I think it's maybe because there's no video, maybe it's like a um, I've grown getting used to it. Yeah. Like it's gotten better. Like I can tell my confidence has gone up from episode one to this episode. Mm-hmm. I have in the last week, I can feel my confidence has also grown by doing that. And yeah. I look. I'm glad I did that. It came out of Carrie and I making a pact that we would enter together um, I, or else I never would have. But the moment that got me has nothing to do with the cosplay. It's I got up on that stage and I looked out at the audience and I knew where you and your group and like the group that was with you was. And I yeah. saw you guys. But then I looked down at, fr- at the front row and it was Katie and Amy and like another whole group of friends. Ha- I hadn't even told I had entered, but yeah. found a way like somehow. I don't know what y'all were doing, but word got out and everyone that <laughs> I were like, Danny, yeah. <laughs> like, I, was like I told like three people because <laughs> I got the email and I was like running out of the room because they're like, we need you in here like five minutes ago. 
Oh my God. And everyone was in that room and just seeing everybody there for me was such a moment for me that I just needed to see. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh yeah. Best day, best day ever. Best, best weekend ever. Best weekend ever. I just, I can't look back at this weekend at anything bad. Everything that I remember of this weekend was all the good and the people and the moments the ball, we all had together. The ball was incredible. First of all, I have not been to <laughs> dance like that in a million years. Uh, we reverted. We were eighth graders at the yeah, like, dance. What? Not the awkward, like you don't dance with each other. It's like when you're in middle school and you finally realize you're cool and you can dance. Exactly. That's what happened. And, and then like you had an alcohol. Everybody? Yeah. Oh my God. It was awesome. I just have so many things like meeting Steph for the first time and yes. meeting Tom for the first Tom for me, like, even though I had like talked to him like a million times before, like meeting him, like the, the, the reel I posted today was very like the minute I heard it, I was like, this is because I knew I was going to make a reel with like all my clips of Tom. Yeah. Um, but the minute I heard it, I was like, this is the audio I'm going to use for Tom. Like, yes. I was like, this is it. Because the minute that I met him, I was like, this guy is such a good guy. And like, I already, I told him for sure the next one, I'll bring a swimsuit. You're going to have, you, you earned your pool party. You're getting your pool party. You're getting you, your pool party. I also told him that you and I would not let him forget that you and I are the first Pottergram people he met in person. Exactly. <laughs> I told him we are going to wear that as a badge of honor for the rest of our lives. It's like it's like Emily when she tells people that she's the first person that followed me. That's, <laughs> you wear that with pride, okay? I'm making y'all a ribbon. A ribbon. Oh, my God. I ribbons. Let me tell you, I never felt so left out in my life. Paula's going to have ribbons next year. Yeah, I'm gonna have next year I'm going to have ribbons. Maybe I won't do Denver because I'm not going to have time to get ribbons. Yeah, I don't, we will not have ribbons in time to do Denver. <laughs> I mean, I still have podcast ribbons up, so I have that going for me. Maybe, maybe I'll pass those out for you. <laughs> so I have something. I'm really like, do I need to go to Denver? I'm still, I. <laughs> I know, but Paula, I've looked like at flights. I'm like, I've looked at flights. I know. <sighs> I was just, and, and for me, it was like, man, I can't believe that I've missed this for so many years. Like I could have experienced, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe this year was just the most magical. Well, and also because, you know, it's been so many years since all of us have been able to like do things. Get, yeah. That it had like that added magic. There were also like a lot of first timers this year. A lot. Yeah. A lot of first times. And I think I, had, being like, in Orlando helped in- that. I've had a few people message me and they were like, oh, uh, it was my first time too. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so awesome. And the same thing, you know, like so awesome to know that all these people that are here love this same thing. It's not like there's no doubt, you know, there's no like, except for the the vendor, the insurance vendor in the vendor market. Everybody. (laughs) State Farm, what are you doing? State Farm, what are you doing? What are you doing here? everyone else was completely legit but then there's like this state farm booth and they stick out because they're like who's purchasing insurance at a harry potter convention (laughs) but yeah just 
it's just an amazing weekend. I, I don't know, like, how do you top that? I don't know. Is it toppable? I don't know. I, Could it be Denver? <laughs> I'm just, like, reeling from all, all the things. Like, it was all fun. We went to panels, cosplay karaoke. Yeah. I need that to happen regularly in my life. It was so much fun. And we didn't even like partake. We just hung out in the back. I have the cutest video of you like recording and like doing a little dance. It was just like one of those things where I'm like, I just wanted to sit in the back of the room and enjoy a thing. And that's what we did. And it was great. Chris Rankin sang Hamilton. Yes. Six Harry Potters sang a song from the Broadway musical Six. Six. Lockhart sang You're Welcome. (laughs) It was incredible. Incredible. There's nothing bad. Nothing bad. No. Nothing. It was amazing. I the just, only bad thing is I want, like, it's gone. It's done. It's I want gone. more. Exactly. Like, how do I get more? Give me more. Would you do a panel again? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, first of all, I, I don't want to cry, but I, I had told Trey this. Like, I didn't think this is going to make me cry. I could tell. <laughs> That anything I had to say was important. Like important to other people. It's important to me. But I didn't think that other people needed to hear it. And so many people, and for me, so many people is like 10 people. But, so you know, those people have reached out to me and said, like, I'm so glad that you talked about, like, cosplaying and being plus size or, like, just being who you are or how, you know, pretending to be somebody else is incredibly hard like all these things like resonated with people and it it kind of made me feel good like maybe I needed to do it like those people needed to hear that from me um I like mentally dog tagged because I was handling your phone yeah the portion where you were talking about um that other people's opinions don't matter like mentally I dog tagged that in my head to listen to that none of it's none of your business like what other people think of you is none of your business none of your business it shouldn't matter you know who you are right like you know if you know that you're a good person that shouldn't change because somebody else thinks something else of you because that person may maybe they don't know you or maybe they're just jerks (laughs) no they're like i just i marked down three things that people said this weekend and you are one of them Oh, the others were Melissa and Chan. Okay, so you're you're up there in good company. Oh, I feel special. <laughs> but yeah, I just didn't think that people would want to. I don't have a problem talking, obviously. No, it wasn't like, like you never know who needs to hear what you have to say. Yeah, and it might not mean much to you because it's something you say regularly. Right, but. When you specifically when you started talking about the plus size, there were people up on their feet in the back. Yeah, <laughs> like I know, and some of them messaged me like, mm-hmm. "I'm so glad that you said this because you know there is this thing like, well, I can't, I can't cosplay as Luna because she's thin, or I can't do this because they're thin, or and that, for me, I'm plus size, but I like those characters, so I'm gonna or I don't like them in the case of that Cedric." <laughs> um, but like for me, it shouldn't matter. It should just you should just do whatever you want because those people are going to talk about the people that are going to talk about you are going to talk about you 
whether you're in cosplay, whether you're not in cosplay, it doesn't matter. Like there's people who don't go to the to the beach because they're plus size. But at the end of the day, I'm plus size, whether I'm in a bathing suit or not. Yeah. That doesn't change. So like that, to, that was like when somebody told me how much that meant to them, I was like, man, I, I never thought that something like that would like really like click with somebody like just because because I've always been that way. And I've been plus size for a long time. So it's not like this is like relatively new. I've been plus size since I was like probably in middle school. So but I've always been that way. It's never like really like bothered me. It's bothered me more. It's bothered other people more than me. But um, but yeah, it was was amazing. Yeah, it just speaks to so many people because I know like one of the things and it's something I hear from a lot of people that even though I'm not a big cosplayer, because for me, it's a confidence thing. So many people are like, well, who do I look like that I can cosplay? Well, this person isn't this. I'm like, you, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's one thing that I will stand by. I'm like, I don't care. I yeah. just dressed up as a book. Like <laughs> I dressed up as a book. <laughs> like, doesn't In matter. Book. If you look like them or you don't, like right. doesn't matter if it's a male character, female character, or anywhere in between. Yeah. I dress up as Newt because I like Newt. Yeah. Same thing. It's like for me, it was just like the Cedric thing was more like like a joke. And now <laughs> I kind of wish. I would have dressed the Cedric on Saturday instead of on Friday. It was just something that I was like, mm. when I um, bumped into Trey, he was, he, he was, I could like, there was almost like a little disappointment when I told him that he should be looking for Luna in the blonde wig. And he goes, yeah, I was really looking for Dedrick. <laughs> I know. But the panel, the panel was like awesome because I feel like all four mm-hmm. of us had our like own like struggles, right? Like yes. being a Potterhead and like, like Luke with, you know, being gay and this whole JKR thing and like, which is super upsetting. I can't even talk about it without like crying as I did on the panel the other day. Um, And Trey being black and Karina, like Karina's like, you know, I never really fit in with like the white people because I was Hispanic and I never fit in with the Hispanic people because I was too white. Like, you don't really think of things like that, like as like not really fitting in, like you're kind of like in the middle of that. That sucks. Like you can't even find your, your people. Yeah. You know, like that when, when she said the minute she said it, I started like, <laughs> you know, y'all, y'all were a lake. Yeah. We already said that next time we're going to dress as the great lake and then we'll be, we'll be in costume all weekend. <laughs> We'll be in character. I'm going to laugh so hard if you guys actually do that. You want to be a mermaid? <laughs> Ultra, yeah. I, would, I would join you as Moaning Myrtle because at this rate, go. the way I have been crying after this event and before this event, crazy. I'll be an awesome Moaning Myrtle. You would be an awesome Myrtle. I can make you cry. I have the glasses to match. There you go. You're ready. I don't need a wig. I have enough hair for pigtails. You are ready, girl. I'm waiting. But yeah, it was incredible. Like I, I could sit here and talk about this for hours. My my family is sick of me. Because I'm like, oh my God, it was so awesome. My mom was like, I don't get it. Well, it's funny. And I, I'm assuming the same situation for you is like, we're all in a bunch of very different group chats. 
and they'll go quiet for a little. And then, and this has happened to all the chats I've been in. And all of a sudden they like rebirth and bring up new stuff. New stuff. <laughs> memories. Exactly. But it's funny. Cause like one of the ones that happened in, um, I'm in one of the pin chats. I'm not a pin collector. <laughs> Unlike Paula. I'm not a pin collector. <laughs> and the comment was just like, maybe I should go to Denver. It was like the same exact conversation. It, it, that's what I'm like. Do I need to go to Denver? But then I almost want to ask, like, is it, who's going to Denver? I want to know who's mm-hmm. going. Yeah, that that does but, affect it a lot. Yeah, I think, and that's the thing is, like, I mean, I think that, like, in talking with people, a lot of people don't even know that the potogram exists. Yeah, that that's it's one of crazy the- to me. I have like a lot more people are like following me and then I'll, they'll message me and they'll be like, yeah, I was at leaky con and I'm like, kind of the profile. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And like the shocking thing to a lot of them, they're like, yeah, I didn't even know this whole online community existed. And I was like, oh, Hey, the whole group that I've been with, like all those photos you just liked, I met them all on the internet. And they're like, yeah. what? Like, it's well, just the, like the, the girl that got um third place, the, the uh, Fox, the Fox. Phoenix girl. Yeah. That when we told, she was like, oh, how did you all meet? And we're like, on the internet. (laughs) She was like, what? What? Yeah, You're meeting strangers on the internet? Absolutely. Yeah, and the girl who played the other fox in the top uh, 11. With um, the moving wings? With the moving wings. I was like. She will be on this episode. Oh, yay! Uh, It was her first con, her first cosplay. Wow. And I sent her some potogram people that live in her area. That's awesome. Like, I just, when I would talk to people, they'd be like, what? What's what's the potogram? What do you mean? You don't know what the potogram is? Oh, man. Mind-blowing. I'm telling you. I, I don't think, I don't think it's hard to beat. I don't think I'll ever be able. And I do like the Back to Hogwarts Day, Universal, and like mm-hmm. Uncelebration, and all those things. And they're great. But it was not like this. It, there's nothing like it. No, well, can, in this nothing. one, like, there aren't, like, other humans around. Like, you are condensed into this space that is just full of Harry Potter people. Yeah. And like, I just love everybody's, like, take, like, different take on, like, their cosplays. Like, it wasn't necessarily, like. It's not, it's not just screen like, accurate. That, the, the ministry oh. memo thing. First of all, she looked like a cupcake and I wanted to eat her. I was like, <laughs> you look delicious. I want to eat you because she just looked like a little purple cupcake. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah. her uh, wonder witch. Yeah. Uh, just, and then just the other people. Like I saw this one lady like dressed as like Umbridge, but it was like almost like steampunk type. And I was like, this is so creative. We're like the, the Grindelwald edward scissorhands yes that was a great crossover there was a really cute femme newt who had like this very tailored almost like borderline steampunk newt look that i loved i just there's just so much that you're like how do people like sit there and like hmm like even your thing like i never thought to dress myself in a book that's for sure (laughs) I was like like just the way that people think of stuff like for me it's like oh it's a character it's easy like that to me is like so but you also did your 1990s clueless umbrage yes for the ball which which I love that was that was 
that was out of my comfort zone. Okay. But everyone loved it. Yeah. But yes, but at the same time, it was like, do people really know who I am? You know, like there's people that I saw and I was like, oh, I know who you are. Yeah. But it was like a different take on it. And I was just like, this is incredible. There was a lot of like night bus conductor representation. Yes. And the post guy, the, the, the guy that was giving letters to people. Yes. I loved him. And he was, he's the son of the, of the guy that won the, the cosplay contest that got first yes. place, which I found out through Instagram. Cause I was like, Oh, I had no there idea. There was a, there was a whomping willow. Yes. With the that, car with on the, the top of the head. I'm telling you this, this is just crazy. The creativity is so out there and I love it because it's so acceptable to not have to be screen accurate. Exactly. It's like, yeah, no, bring it. Be young. Like be a young version. Slytherin Meridia, like the cross yes, things or like Kelsey great. had like uh her Hogwarts version of Russell from from Yes. Up, when she also I did like Godric. Um yeah. oh, she did Fem Godric. Godric thing, amazing. There's just so much stuff. I'm like, my God, I really need to like step, I need to step it up. <laughs> I'm like, what do I have to do? And oh. do I have to do it in a month? <laughs> you don't have to do it in a, well, you can do it in a month, but I have some things that will not be happening in a month, but like, yeah. maybe some possible group ideas for next year. Oh, for sure. For sure. 100%. <laughs> uh, I think the takeaway is, Go to LeakyCon if you have 100%. Yes. Even if if you are solo, you will find your people. Yes. You will not be alone. You, Tom was so nervous about coming because he was coming by himself. And that's that he had still like talked to people. And, and I was like, Oh, don't be scared. And I even told people like, Hey, if you see me, just walk up to me and say, hi, like, you know, because there's just, you're going to find your people. You're not going to be alone. There's no way. No, you will have an amazing time. Yeah. It was, I can't wait. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me, Paula. Thank you for having me. And next up we have Lucia. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello everyone. All right. So let's start off with, have you ever been to LeakyCon before? I have not. No, this was my very first LeakyCon. Uh, we bought tickets two years ago, two and a half years ago, <laughs> when they first went on sale, uh, and we've been we've been holding on to them ever since, uh, just impatiently waiting. So this was our very first. Have you been to any type of convention prior? No, no. Okay. So um, uh, I've done I've done virtual concert um with my uh with my Jane Austen Society um we've done virtual cons and things like that um and small meetups but nothing no con to this size so not only was it your first convention I'm assuming it was your first big cosplay then too it was it was yeah I've always had I've always had these ideas in my head and you know you should see my Pinterest board it's just full of all these <laughs> you'd think that I just walked around in costume all the time the, the way that I've got these things saved um and I wish I could I really wish I could but um 
people might look at me a little funny, but I do. I, I have all of these ideas. And so this was the first time that I really was able to just, just let it all out and, and be, uh, be what I wanted to be. That's so great. And what was your experience like doing LeakyCon this past weekend? Oh gosh. Um, it, it was more amazing than I could have ever imagined it to be. Um, it, it might sound a little crazy to say life-changing, but it really kind of was in, in, in its own way. Um, I, I even got my first tattoo there. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I've been a Harry Potter fanatic since the very first book was released way back when. Um, I was only a year or two older than Harry, Ron, and Hermione were at the time. So I've really grown up with these people, um, you know, and, and you become, as you get older, right, you're you're less like the kids and then you become more like yep. the adults. You're like, oh, that made sense. I know why they did that. Um, so, you know, it's, I, I grew up in this world, right? This world was my happy place. Um, and, you know, it, like I said, it was worth the two-year wait. It was also really the first time that I could be in a room with that many people who were as obsessed with the wizarding world as, as I am. Um, yeah, there was the midnight book releases and the midnight movie releases. And of course the park in universal, right. But this is just a different animal. And, um, there was just this blanket of pure acceptance. Yeah. The minute that you walked into the lobby, like I just, just took a deep breath and I just, okay, like, this is it. These, this is, these are my people. Um, no one was looking at me like I was the weirdest person in the room, which I think those of us who are adult Harry Potter fans experience pretty often in that muggle nomad world, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it unlocked my love of cosplay. Um, and I've already started my ideas for the next one. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. It's funny because based on your comment that you are a year or two older than them when the books came out, you and I are probably within a year or two of each other. Mm-hmm. Cause I was 11, 12 when they came out. Yes. Yeah. And if you've had the same experience I've had, a lot of times we'd see Harry Potter events, go to them, and it was all children. Yes, yes. And LeakyCon, there were children at LeakyCon, but I think our age range was kind of the average, like, median of the con. Now, I didn't, yeah. like, go to the family room, so I I can make making that right, up based on right. my experience, because I know they had, like, family <laughs> rooms and kids' game stuff. I didn't go to any of that. <laughs> but I felt like there was such a good population of people that are in our same like point in life. Yeah. Who are also huge fans and like, it is okay for us to be nerdy and dress up and go to a Harry Potter convention and just have a blast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Seeing folks um, in their thirties, forties plus, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it it was, it was like, it was like, yeah, see, this isn't a phase. (laughs) (laughs) Not a phase. My office proves it. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like, I'm I'm in the same I'm in the same space. My wizarding cabinet is is opposite the video right now. So, <laughs> did you end up going to any of the panels? I did. I did a few. You know, uh, it's funny. I I naively planned out all of the panels. We've all done it. Yeah. I you know I was I I got highlighters. It, they were color coded. What was house precious. are you? I guess I'm a Ravenclaw. <laughs> I was like, you sound like me. You must be a Ravenclaw. Yes. I don't, in I'm my head, just because yeah. you cosplayed Fox, you're wearing a red shirt. In my head, I was like, oh, it's a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. This is this is my pink leaky con shirt that I'm Oh, nice. I'm I only see the top yeah. half, so. 
Uh, no, I, I am a Ravenclaw with Hufflepuff tendencies. I, I do. Yeah. So Ra- Ravenpuff, if you will. Um, but yes, I, I naively had all these all these sessions picked out. And we walked into the marketplace first. When we, we, we went there first, uh, we had some time before the first one that I had highlighted. Um, and that was it, right? I just, yeah. you know, we, we got stopped every, every 20 feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for photos and we started talking and um, and then before I knew it it was the afternoon and so I was like okay we have to go to set so we, we did we did make it to a few on the afternoon um, and uh, I, I got to attend my favorite one was actually why wizards use old-fashioned things uh, by, by David our friend run that David one? yep <laughs> Um, and that was just really, that was really, as, as an antique collector, um, you know, that's something that always kind of stood out to me is that they were, you know, I wonder why, why do we use all these things? So that was, that was my favorite one. I love love the variety of the type of panels. Like it wasn't just like, oh, go to your house meetup. It's like, let's discuss why wizards use these old things. Yes, it's so serious. Everyone takes it so seriously. And I'm like, yes. Uh, yeah, I went to the one about Dumbledore. Okay. And I then it. Uh, it was really good. We really liked it. Um, Dag was the host of that one. And it was just so interesting. And the way they set it up is that like, they they essentially presented their opinions and then mm-hmm. opened it up to the floor to have like a solid just conversation. So it just felt like you were almost like in a college class setting because yes. people would bring things up and it was just like, response and that's the way it was set up to be and it was so nice because you weren't just like listening to a lecture they're like no this is how I planned for it I'm gonna read my thing and then we're gonna discuss it Mm -hmm. so I did that one and I did a few of the there were a lot of podcasters there over the weekend so I ended up in a lot of those I did notice that I did notice that that was yeah that was amazing that you know another thing that really stood out to me was the amount of people that um kind of gave me ideas on you know, how to express the the love of fandom, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I never thought about, I mean, even something as simple as, you know, a, an Instagram account. I mean, I just never really thought like, how, how do I get all of this love for this fandom out? And so it's, it was really interesting to see that. Now you've fallen into the pottergram. Yes. <laughs> and we haven't stopped. Like everyone, every day there's a new post about LeakyCon. Like, I don't think anyone's, I think so many people just had an amazing time. They're not ready to move on from it right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same, same in this household. (laughs) I loved it. And then you and I had the opportunity to be part of the top 11 for the cosplay contest, which speaking with you through it is like, it's something you and I would have never done normally. Right. Correct. Like, a lot of the other people that were the top 10 had people with them or they were around other friends. And like, <laughs> I was freaking out and you just kept looking at me and you're like, it's okay. We got this. We got this. <laughs> and that's kind of how we ended up meeting. Cause I was freaking yeah. out. Yeah, no. And, and I, um, you know, just from previous experiences had been, you know, on stage in different, different forms before. And, um, you know, former pageant girl and stuff like that way back in a former life. Um, so, you know, the stage, I was like, no, 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 we're, we're going to, we're going to do it. We're going to get through it. Soon as you hit that stage, it's just going to, you're going to feel the love. And, and it's, it's true. I mean, I was watching uh, backstage on, on the big screen as you went across and my goodness, your friends brought the house down for you. I didn't even, I didn't, I told like three people. I just talked to Paula earlier on this episode and she's like, oh yeah, no, we saw people and we would just tell them. So like, that was something 
I personally needed was to just Mm -hmm. be surrounded by my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And you, it sounded like you were. I I really did. How long, so you're, you were Fox and your wings moved. They did. They did. How did did you work on that? (laughs) Uh, With a lot of adhesive. Oh my goodness. I've learned more about adhesives than I ever thought possible in the last few months. Um, So I actually, I I did not make the, the mechanism to move them that I actually, I purchased the mechanism um, and then that was then feathered, tarred and feathered, feathered. I like to say. Um, So yeah, the the mechanism was just a simple pulley system with two strings crossed in the back. Um, I hid the strings uh, that were attached to my fingers with my little fireball. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, you hid them very well. (laughs) because <laughs> like, I kept looking you. over being like how is she doing that <laughs> <laughs> it's magic it's magic I'm doing it with magic um so it, yeah I did purchase the mechanism and then uh I did all the hand feathering and uh let me tell you that it really did take forever to get that adhesive off. I'm still finding feathers around my house by the way still you're gonna find them feathers. for years to come they're like they're like another level of glitter <laughs> I'm finding book pages everywhere so like pieces of because oh. I had to cut all the books Yes. I'm just finding like little scraps of book pages. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. It's it's little it's little reminders, you know, little little bits and pieces that leaky con is. And then it's like, oh hey, by the way, start thinking about next year. Mm -hmm. Here's a feather. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's another idea. (laughs) Are you planning to go next year? I am. I am. I have no idea where it's going to be. I have no idea when. I, I don't know. But um, and I, I would be going. Honestly, I would be going to Denver if it wasn't at the same time uh, as, a, as a work conflict. So I, I can't. But uh, after this, after this experience, I absolutely would have found a way to get yes. <laughs> to Denver. So uh, so I am just impatiently waiting. Um, folks at LeakyCon, I'm talking to you. Post, um, post I'm hoping <laughs> in my thought processes, they'll announce it after Denver. Like, I feel like they're going to yeah. announce it. Closing of Denver will be like, hey, this is where we're coming next. That makes sense. That's that's that my sense. mental Ravenclaw thought process. <laughs> mm, no, it's a good theory. It's a good theory, you know. Um, so, no, I, I am I am already starting to think I've I've got a little list that I've been jotting down ideas. Some of them are realistic. Some of them are very much not. Uh, so we'll see. We'll yeah. see what actually happens. I already have but... a Pinterest board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same, same. So um, I do like the ideas. A, a couple folks chose a different cosplay each day. Yes. Uh, so that, I'm kind of obsessed with that idea mm-hmm. now uh, because I have too many ideas. that. For... And now you could do three of them. Yes. And yes. then if you had like a maybe not as intensive one, you could, could do four and squeeze a Yule Ball themed. Oh, oh. You're enabling. I like it. I, I will always <laughs> enable people that enjoy doing things. Oh, that's so great. It's so great. I love it. This community is just so much fun. And it just after being stuck at home for so long and all of us kind of having to engage virtually with the community, it was so nice to just have everyone out in the wild together. It, yeah, that's, yeah, it, it really was. And, um, you know, and I was one of those people that didn't necessarily, I'm an introvert, so I didn't necessarily mind the quarantine. Like, oh, this is, I've been trading for this my whole life. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, I've got books, so I'm fine. Um, but 
really, yeah, I mean, being, it, it, it was a tribe, right? It's, you know, everybody, you know, you see on the internet, everybody talks about their tribe and, and that really, that's it. That's it. Those are my people. That's my kind. You know? yep. Um, and, and so, yeah, it, it really, it was the first time that I really was like, yeah, I miss people. <laughs> I don't say that a lot, but yeah. I had moments yeah. and it was nice. Like afterwards I realized I didn't take a lot of pictures and mm. it was because I was just enjoying myself. I had nothing to do with like, oh, I didn't want to. It was, I just forgot I had a phone with me. Yeah. You were making, you were making mental memories, yes. Yes. taking mental photographs. What part of LeakyCon are you looking forward to most for next year? Oh boy. Uh, well, um, one of the things that I loved about this one was getting to experience it uh, with my husband who was very much a muggle when I met him. And now he's, you know, he's giving himself Gryffindor house points. He's quoting pieces of dialogue. He's cosplaying as a death eater. So yeah, we, we have converted him. It's so I, you know, for next year, I would love to, now that we know what we know, we've experienced it, you know, getting to, to do that again um, and, and share that with him is I'm really looking forward to that. And then, you know, and I'm sure a lot of folks have said this in, in your interviews, but um, just, just meeting the fellow people again, you know, I'll, I'll be one year in um, mm-hmm. to being part of that leaky con family and the extended families that come with it. And um, you know, just like we said before, they're fellow nerds. They're, they're just openly adoring and, and serious and knowledgeable. And um, so having one year under my belt and then coming back in, um, I, I'm hoping, you know, that over this, over this year between now and LeakyCon 23, uh, all these folks that I, that I met, um, I'll be able to have stronger connections with people, you know, as, as we share our love of the fandom and, and, and chat and things like that. So I'm really hoping that by next year, it's, you know, I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to see internet friends, you know, um, you- well, uh, the group <laughs> I was with, so there were nine of us on the small side when we didn't have extra people around us. We all met over the internet. We are all Instagram, Pottergram friends, and that's where we all met. Some of them I saw for the first time this leaky con. I have a video of one of the guys, and it was like a moment where those internet friends all kind of came together for the first time, and he just looked at us yeah. and goes, You're all real. Oh, it was just like one of those moments where like, we're real friends. Like we just hadn't met in person yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really, you know, um, I'm really hoping that, that that's the experience uh, that, that comes with LeakyCon 23 for me, because really, I mean, that was, you know, the, the, the cosplaying was great and, you know, I, I wish I could do it every day. Um, but it was, it was that sense of, um, of community there that, you know, I, I, I'm lucky that my, my close friends, you know, I I do have some, some big Harry Potter fans in my close friends, but, um, but just seeing that wider world, uh, it really, that's, that's the thing that stuck with me, I think the most. So that's really what I'm looking forward to in, at the next one is, uh, is that, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be part of that larger community, hopefully. You will. will. (laughs) Is there anything else you would like to talk about from the weekend? 
Oh gosh. I mean, we don't have enough time to talk about all that, but uh, no, it's just, I, I, I want to thank you for, for having me on, on the podcast because uh, that was, you know, we, we had just this great little connection at the cosplay contest. And so I'm, I'm just thankful that you thought of me to, yeah, to interview. I'm so and, glad you were part of it and that you were able to make time for it. Cause I like, but yeah, it'll be out Thursday. Thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And hello to everyone that I met at LeakyCon. I miss you all already. <laughs> so next up we have Gianna. Hi. So <laughs> not, correct me if I'm wrong. This was your first LeakyCon? First one. Yep. Have you been to any other type of convention? Before? Not not Harry Potter or fandom related. Just like business <laughs> conventions. Yeah, I was a wedding planner for a long time. So I went to a lot of wedding planning conventions. Very different vibe. <laughs> it's very different. So what was your experience attending LeakyCon? So I, I think I told you that I also went alone. So there was this level of like nervousness. I don't really have any connections to people in the fandom. I'm very much like a obsessive outside observer, <laughs> but I live in Orlando. And so when I knew LeakyCon was coming here, it was like, I have to go. I'm 20 minutes away. This is my opportunity. But there was also this level of like nervousness of I'm walking into a con. I'm not cosplaying. I don't know anybody. But immediately like passing through from like where you registered into the space, this is so cheesy, but like the vibe changed. Like you knew you were with your people if you're a Harry Potter person. And so it was, I mean, I listened to so many Harry Potter podcasts and it was just like living in a live Harry Potter podcast. And so I loved every second. I cried on the way home of like, Oh my gosh, it was so nice to be around people that love Harry Potter as much as I do. <laughs> Half of us are still crying. <laughs> I won't delete the app off my phone yet because I'm not ready to accept the fact that it's over. <laughs> it is the like perfect way for people to get involved in the community too. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like some of us were talking about like a lot of us do the Pottergram. So a lot of us have Harry Potter accounts and we'll find each other. And we found so many people that didn't know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we forget that sometimes we're so involved in a thing and meet so many people through it that we forget that there's like other people that haven't found that yet. And that there was a time we didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some like big accounts like um, Trey was there. Black Harry Potter was there. And like, I think he's more well-known, but I did not know there were all of these smaller Harry Potter accounts that are much more, not that he's not a regular person, but like, that are like regular people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I will say Trey is a complete regular person. He's one of the sweetest people out there. Uh, We've had him on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. And it's just, and it's funny because like, if you looked at the groups of like people, even in that, like reference in mind is like you're looking at people that have like 200 followers on Instagram hanging out with people that have over 10,000 and no one's even questioning it. They're like, yeah, let's just have fun. Yes. That has always been my favorite thing when I do meet people that love Harry Potter. And this was like a perfect example of it is there. 
there is such acceptance. There is such acceptance. And my favorite panel of the whole, I was only there on Saturday. So my favorite panel of the day was the, what it means to be a Potterhead panel. And I found myself in there like in tears again, apparently cried the whole weekend. Yes. Yes. Which is the first time I had ever seen anything from both of them, but it was just like, again, when you aren't in a Harry Potter community, like my husband doesn't get it. My best friend doesn't get it. This story is ingrained in my soul. (laughs) And so being in that room and listening to those four people, but also like being in the audience where people are like, yes. And like nodding their heads. It's like, okay, I, maybe I am a weirdo for being 35 and loving Harry Potter as much as I do, but there's all these other weirdos around me and we're weirdos together and I'm into it. (laughs) And you're like, and the thing is like, I know you say that, like you kind of just have you and you went solo the people I hung out with, we all met online. I love it. And like you say, you're like, you're in an Orlando area. Do you want to know who else is in the Orlando area? Tell Karina, me. Paula, and I. We're okay. at the parks all the time. I'm stalking you in real life now. <laughs> you don't have to stalk us. We'll invite you. Like, Perfect. No, we're all within the general like Orlando vicinity we're regularly at the parks there's also the slug club is a huge part and you probably saw tons of them on Saturday no what is that um all right we're gonna introduce you there is a central Florida slug club you can join them on Facebook and you probably saw was that Sunday that was Sunday they were dressed up that um did you see the people dressed as the wizarding gamont like they were the like the ministry people I did. They are part of the slug club, which regularly do like meetups at the parks. They have a meetup coming up when they're going like roller skating. Okay. I need this in my life. Look them on (laughs) Facebook because we will connect you with half the people you saw this weekend. Perfect. Perfect. And you're right in our age range. I'm 36. So perfect. You fit right in with us. Well, we are the age group that grew, that grew Mm -hmm. up with this and seen seen adults cosplay and there were kids there which was really cool because they were like the people that brought their kids are were close to the same age as my kids and it's like I sometimes we feel like we have to grow up and act a certain way as we get older and being there reminded me that we don't like we everybody that was there you could feel you could feel the joy you could feel just the pure excitement of being in this Harry Potter space. I mean, even, um, even everybody that was there for like the panels and stuff, nobody was like, I'm on a panel. Everybody was just so excited and honored to be there Mm -hmm. in whatever capacity. And everyone was just supporting everyone. Uh, I'm kind of sad. I didn't meet you. On Saturday. I, like, I was in the panel too. Yes, you were. The only reason I know is because you had your awesome dress on. I couldn't you sit down. <laughs> yes. But you looked great. Your dress was amazing. So it was worth it to not be able to sit down for the whole day, I bet. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. No, I, I love that that's like your introduction to this community. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. And I didn't expect anything different because. 
anytime you do meet somebody that genuinely is connected to this story, to Harry Potter, they're good people. They just like you because you like Harry Potter too. And so I didn't expect anything different walking in. um, And it exceeded my expectations to be there. Would you go back if it's not in Orlando? You know, what's so funny is I, I told my husband, it was his birthday weekend. And I was like, I know it's your birthday weekend, but like, I have to go to LeakyCon because if, if it's not in Orlando, I, I wouldn't travel to do this. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been, I'm like, I'm like one day wasn't I, enough. I know, I know one wasn't enough one. I can't do Denver, but like when the next one comes, I know that I'm going to try to figure out how to be there. <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of us. We were just talking about like, we're all, it's such an event. And the thing I love about this, and like you have even touched on it is that this event is about the people. Like, yes, we love this book, this story, but it's about the community and the people you get to interact with. And like, there were so many amazing panels, the vendors, like there was so much going on. Mm-hmm. This is such a fandom and I'm a big, being in Orlando, like I'm a big Disney person too, but Harry Potter is such a fandom that we own it. I've always felt that way, especially in the last few years, like the fans own this story and it has lived on the way that it has because of us. Yes. And I think that's part of the reason of what makes it so special and what makes us, even though we're strangers, feel so connected to each other. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love this community. Mm -hmm. And and it was so nice finally getting to do an event, you know, we've been delayed for so long and Yes, I ended up with COVID afterwards. (laughs) I don't regret the decision going. Mm -hmm. It. I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about it. Well, I think that during so many of us, we fell in love with mm-hmm. Harry Potter. I know I did. I that is when I really like started to listen to audiobooks again and watch the movies again and listen to podcast after podcast is when we, it's not like we really had anything else to be yeah. doing. And so the fact that after that time of like reconnecting to the stories, getting to have that energy around each other special. And I didn't even know anybody and it was I could feel how special it was. I'm so excited for you to get to know people now, especially because you're so local. <laughs> Me too. So I know they do. They do a big thing on September 1st at Universal. Um, It is in the middle of the week. That's okay. I work from home, so I do what I want. (laughs) They um, all of a sudden they they do a. um, They try to get there for the 11 o'clock train, and all the people ride the train from studios to Hogsmeade together for back to Hogwarts. That's awesome. So and it's a big like probably takes up the entire train. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Universe so, is like, we love this and hate this. Yeah, they're like, oh, the people are dressed up again. <laughs> All these annual pass holders. <laughs> Pretty much. That's hilarious. That's fun though. Yeah, so they have that. And then in January, they do, it's called Uncelebration. Uncelebration. Um, well, there used to be Celebration of Harry Potter that Universal did formally. Right. And they stopped. So everyone was like, but we like hanging out all weekend together. So celebration came out of that. And so for three days, people just go to the parks, dress up in cosplay and just essentially have leaky con without the panels and vendors. It's That's like so a fun. meetup. Yeah. 
And January is like the best time to be yes. at the parks anyway. <laughs> yes. You're not sweating. I, I went to the park Thursday and I thought I melted to the ground. Uh-huh. Yes. You can only be there for a couple hours and then yep. you need to. <laughs> so like, and I hope, like, I know this is very Orlando specific, but I hope there's like, for the people that don't live in the Florida area, that they can find those communities within their area and make those connections too. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. how to make that happen but I want it to happen so bad. Mm -hmm. Well, I think some of the, you know, the bigger podcasts with like their Patreon or even their Facebook groups is a good place to start to just make those connections because sometimes a virtual friend is just as good as a in real life friend. If you connect to each other in the right ways. It, it really is. And it was like funny because we had a lot of people like just asking us, well, how did you all meet the internet? (laughs) And (laughs) which are the, we were the generation that was told don't talk to strangers on the internet. <laughs> I think of that all the time. Like if my mother knew how many internet friends I met in real life, like through my business, she would be worried about me because we were taught not to do that. There were all those yeah, shows. The, yeah. <laughs> what would you, what part of WikiCon would you be most excited to like do again? So, well, I wouldn't say again, I didn't stay for the ball. And watching all the videos from that, that is something <laughs> that when I go to LeakyCon again, is that I would absolutely want to stay for. And like, that would be more my vibe to like cosplay for the ball and show up for that. So that is something that really excites me. Um, but it's also, I loved the marketplace and just getting to support all the small businesses. There were a lot there that I had never seen before. Um, And so that was my favorite part. Like here, please take all my money. I was meeting the people behind the businesses, which is really cool. I really liked that part as well. I love that. I love the marketplace. (laughs) Most of my artwork, the wall's unfinished because it was waiting for LeakyCon. So now I have like a stack in the corner of things that just need framed that I picked up this past weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. There was so much great stuff. It was hard to. Well, thank you so much for joining. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I just want to say that if you are thinking about going to the Denver LeakyCon or ever anything like this, go by yourself. Do it anyway. It's worth it. I know you have to like get over the butterflies in your stomach, but it was so worth it for me to go alone and I would do it a second in a heartbeat. And then next year, you don't have to go alone because we're all going to be there with you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next up, we have Mari. Hi. So Mari, have you ever been to LeakyCon before? Nope. This was my first Leaky and I was very excited. Um, I was one of those individuals who missed out on um, Boston back in 2019. And so as soon as they announced Orlando, I was like, that's it. I'm getting kit tickets. And then, you know, the world had to stop. So <laughs> I have been waiting for this for several years. <laughs> and you finally made it. I did. I did. Uh, what was your favorite part? Do you have a favorite? Oh, Is, like, goodness. Can you choose a part? <laughs> it's hard to choose a part, but I think the, the best what Leaky provided for me was meeting all of my internet friends in real life. Um, there were several people that I'd met before, you know, park meetups and whatnot, but 
uh, there were, there were a lot of people that I'm like, Hey, I recognize your face. I follow your page. Um, so it was nice to meet people and then make new friends. Um, like uh, Tom, Potties of Hogwarts. I have a video of him <laughs> and it's all of us, we were all in a big group and it was like the first time that weekend that like all of us, people who have known each other online had met and he's just going, you're all real. <laughs> That's, that is like. <laughs> That's the moment. <laughs> yes, that is probably, that encapsulates like the entire best moment of Leaky was meeting people, meeting people, talking to people. Um, I had a moment where um, we were at the uh, Potter pin trading panel and I was talking to somebody and um, we were discussing a potential trade and she was like, yeah, just hit me up on Instagram. Here's my handle. And she gave me her handle and I was like, oh my gosh, I know you. I follow you. And she was like, oh really? What's your name? And I gave her my name. And she's like, I know you too. Like we had been talking for 10, 15 minutes. And as soon as we mentioned each other's Instagram handles, it was like, oh, Hark, we're, we, actually we're already friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, we're already friends on the internet. So that was that was a fun experience. Just meeting people, meeting people I didn't know that could be really great friends. Um, and then just hitting it off like we've known each other for years. Yes. I think that was the best part. Let's hit a little more on the pin trading event. Um, it was a panel that mm-hmm. Amy Witherwings wears. Yep. Stina, um, was Stina there? From Laser Brain. Laser, Laser Brain, Brain Hatchco. Hatchco. Oddment and Tweak. Yep. Uh, and, which is uh, Dylan, Ross, and Jeanette. And then Nikki from Sunset Road Co. Yep. So they're like... They're like Potter pin royalty. <laughs> they are, um, they're the they are the folks that when you get into pin collecting, they make a lot of things that you can easily collect, as well as things that are very easily um, tradable. So, like that's if you're familiar with the pin community, even just a little bit, you've probably heard of the jelly beans. Stina created that as a way to encourage collecting and trading um, because she wanted it to be a community. Um, When you have something that you may have duplicates of, it's very easy to be like, hey, I have this. Does somebody have that? And when it's something similar with the the beans, it's very easy to do do trades. And um, a lot of people have met friends through trades. whether it's, you know, somebody that they just trade with often, or again, going back to um, LeakyCon, meeting people that you've traded with um, on the internet and then finally being like, oh, Hark, you're, you're a real person. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, well, so the, the beans are... And what bad. they did was they gave out pins for the purpose of trading in the panel. Yes. So it was a pin trading panel. So like if you are already an established collector you could bring things um, and trade in real life um, but then also if you were new into pins or interested in in the pin trading they gave everybody like a starter pack you get one um one i guess leaky exclusive pin um, it was the accio pins um, and there were different colors for the different houses um, and then all of the different pin creators brought the bags of pins um, that they had created and we're passing them out and 
um, people could trade, you know, I have this color. Do you like that color? I, I have this Weasley pin. Can I have that butterbeer pin? And it was just fun to, to interact in real life um, and see some people's excitement of joining the pin community or seeing what it's about. And uh, pin people are a little bit crazy. So I hope we didn't scare anybody off. <laughs> well, it was also like, cause I knew some other people that were in the panel who are much more on the introvert scale than others, but they were like, Oh, I have this pin and I want to trade it. And people were like, Hey, Hey, we saw someone with the blue one over there. Like everyone mm-hmm. was just like helping each other out to find the pin they wanted. It was just so fun to see. And like, even I was watching as you were trading, like the, making the deals out of the big book of pins. <laughs> so it's just, it's such a fun way to engage with the community and be able to collect something. I'm a little bit more introverted. I think sometimes it just, it kind of depends in the right environment. I can, I don't want to say flourish, but I can be a lot more energetic and that extroverted mm-hmm. side comes out. Um, and so looking back on it, pins definitely brought out a little bit of that extroverted well it's also there's already a common like that you don't have to like Mm -hmm. do the small talk thing it's just like oh you're at a pin event we all love pins like I didn't show up here because I hate pins you know so you already have that comfortability of I I know I can at least talk to you about pins if there's nothing else yes and that's kind of that's LeakyCon on a small scale, but like on a larger scale, uh, when I told my parents that I was going to LeakyCon, they were like, you're going by yourself. Do you know anybody? Like, do you have any friends going? I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. Because I did know a couple people going that I'd met in real life before, but then it's a Harry Potter convention. Everybody loves Harry Potter. So it's not going to be that awkward of like, oh, hi, what are you into? Everybody has some sort of ground level or basis of of talking about Harry Potter. And then when you go that step further and you start talking about pins, the further narrowed Mm -hmm. small. There were were so many panels, like there were panels for like there were meetups for your house. And I didn't go to any of them, but from what I heard, your house wasn't the only house represented at like the Hufflepuff (laughs) meetup wasn't just Hufflepuffs. Which is great. That's fine. Yeah, there were a lot of people that I wanted to go to, but distracted with, you know, talking to people Making or reels. <laughs> yeah. So I am not sad at all that I missed out on panels because I feel like every moment was full of something adventurous and memorable. Um, yeah, I I was interested. I, I almost went to like the Slytherin panel because I had like a, a free moment. So yeah, I fully believe that there were other houses intermingled. <laughs> and then you also cosplayed. Yes. Oh my gosh. So talk about, you know, different niches. That was a whole other world that I had never stepped into. Um, so for, yeah, first time cosplayer. Um, I was, you know, I had all this time, all these years to think of my cosplays and... <laughs> I'm a proud member of, you know, the Con Crunch crew. Um, Apollo made my box the night before. I <laughs> Yes. So I, um, when I was getting ready to pack um, the week before um, 
flaky. I was trying to think of everything that I wanted to do. And I had a bound for, for Friday. I was going to be um, Luna inspired bound. And then Saturday was going to be my cosplay because I was only going to do one. And then Sunday I was going to do some sort of like a t-shirt or whatever. Um, and when I was out thrifting, trying to find things for my Saturday um, costume, I found the perfect jacket for Luna and it was at Goodwill and it was on sale. So it was $3. And I was like, if I don't buy this, I'm going to regret it. So my bound slowly became a cosplay. My mom was like, are you going to get a a blonde wig? And I was like, Amazon Prime, here we come. (laughs) So my Friday outfit went from a bound to a cosplay. Um, And it was very simple to do, to make that transition. Um, So that was kind of, that kind of came together somewhat quickly. Um, My Saturday costume was, um, so I'm a Hufflepuff. I wanted to kind of do something Hufflepuffy um, and Professor Sprout, you know, great person, but not really my aesthetic. <laughs> I didn't really want to be a, a, a frumpy professor. So I decided that I was going to do like teenage Professor Sprout, like back when she was a student, like how would she what would she look like? You know, obviously she's a Hufflepuff. So I had to have a lot of yellow, but then she ended up as the herbology professor. So some sort of like gardening, whatnot. So um, that one was like my first real attempt at cosplay. Um, I made a witch's hat, but not just a regular witch's hat. I kind of made it, I, I took a ball cap because, you know, teenagers wear ball caps and I can like flip it around, uh, snap back, you know, whatnot. So that was kind of where that inspiration came from. Um, her earmuffs with her mandrakes are infamous. So instead of just doing um, earmuffs, I took an old pair of um, like those really big headphones and I covered them in fur. So they're kind of like, you know, teenagers listen to music. So I have these headphones that also function as my mandrake sound cancelers um and so that was kind of like the big the big pieces um and then I made a belt with my um gardening tools and pockets and whatnot so that was kind of like my big cosplay and I was really excited about it um and I I saw I saw a couple other thank you I saw a couple of other um like herbology students and whatnot so I was able to get some pictures there um but that was like my, that was like what I was cosplaying. Like that was the only one that I had. And then um, as I was packing, I, you know, maybe was, you know, anxiousness for what, what was to come. Um, but I couldn't sleep Monday night before leaky. I was tossing and turning. My brain was going a million miles, miles an hour. And at like 3.30 in the morning, Tuesday morning, I thought, oh, hark. Sunday is July 31st, Harry's birthday. I should do like a happy birthday, Harry outfit. So that next day when I woke up Tuesday, I went to Walmart and the Dollar Tree. I got a pink t-shirt and I got green puff paint. And that afternoon I just made a happy birthday, Harry t-shirt. And I was like, this is good. This is what I'll do on, on Sunday. So literally that cosplay was like five bucks. Um, and then. I was like, I'll just make like a white box to go around me. And that'll be like the cake box, which Paula helped me make Sunday morning. 
And um, she insisted that it, the cake box had to have a lid. So my box was, you know, four size and it had a lid. And it ended up being, I think, the most popular of my outfits that whole weekend. I, <laughs> I don't know if it was just like the most popular, but you were so happy. <laughs> like you could not stop smiling. And it was so funny watching you pop out of this cake box. Maybe that was combination like high from the weekend and like lack you of just sleep. had the energy know. you had when you were running around as a piece of cake like <laughs> so good yeah so I got I got so so many that's a really cute idea maybe it was because I was coupled with Paula who was cosplaying as Harry it was like the perfect match then you guys found a Hagrid um but yeah that yeah and then we found a Hagrid and we finally did a reel together and I'm still like reeling from that reel because I checked um, yesterday. It has like 11,000 watches, oh, nice. which is crazy um, for me. Cause I'm just like standing there as this cake getting like giddy as all get out grinning. Like I don't even, I can't, I'm like, it is the cheapest cosplay. It's a very like simple sketch and I'm super cheesy, but I love it. It's- <laughs> we all loved it. It was so good. <laughs> I can't wait to see how many more cakes come out of um, this leaky con because of you. <laughs> All the cake cosplays are now going to happen. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was, like I said, it was so last minute, but it was probably like, I don't know. It was, I think maybe because it's so, it's simplicity and it's like iconic. It's, you know, everybody yeah. knows the cake. So I don't know, but it was good. <laughs> I would say cosplay win for my first leaky. <laughs> I, I agree. Definitely cosplay win. Um, definitely for people that feel like they can't cosplay or they don't have like the necessary skills or the budget. Y'all can go as a cake and get a pink t-shirt with puffy paint. Like there's ways to do it. And it looks great. Like I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, I have to do this big elaborate thing. But mm-hmm. it's my first cosplay. Like, just start small. Go yeah. as a teenage yeah, professor. <laughs> Paula was 1990s clueless umbrage the one night. Like, yeah, there's, there's simple so things people could different... do to start off and then build from there. You don't have to, like, build a whole contraption on round one. And it doesn't have to be screen accurate. I feel like there's wow. two different sides of cosplay. There's the screen accurate side. And then there's, like... I don't want to, I don't want to call it more fun side or the, the free side, the more, more creative side. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to label it, but there's, I feel like there's the two different sides where there's strictly screen accurate. And then there's like everything else. Yeah. Um, It's like Canon versus non-Canon. Like you go very Canon centric with one and those are great. But I think part of the magic of LeakyCon, and someone was talking about this in a panel. It might have been Luke at the Potterhead meetup, uh, Son of Sprout, um, the Potterhead panel, where like there were people that were dressed. You knew they were like celebrating the thing, but they were like teenage versions or like mm-hmm. a mashup or there were um, characters from not there even was a- Harry Potter that were mashed up with Potter characters. Paula went as yeah. yeah, there was a lot of steampunk. I saw a steampunk newt. Like there were yep. so many different ways to take your read on a character. Yeah. And I think that's what, what makes cosplay 
cosplay. And so for me, it was kind of like, this was my first attempt. And so I had somewhat of a, not screen accurate, but screen inspired Lena, um, because I had her skirt and I had her um, pink jacket. Um, So that was kind of more screen inspired. Um, And then I had a, um, something that I came up with, you know, my interpretation of what would Professor Sprout be as a student, teenage Sprout. And then my third one was super, super on a budget, like, like I said, less than $5. Um, And all three of them got, hey, that's, you look really good. Or, hey, that's super cute. Hey, take Um, a photo with me. Yeah. With my Sprout, um, Hannah of Hannah W. Cosplay, um, I'm, we hung out all day and every couple of hours she'd be like, oh my gosh, I just saw this new like little detail that, that you put in. I love that. So, so each, I guess, level or um, different type of cosplay, because I feel like kind of maybe did a, a variety of styles of cosplay Mm -hmm. they were all very well received and as a first-time cosplayer that was really really encouraging to to try it again so yeah if somebody is interested in doing cosplay it doesn't have to be um this big production because that's kind of what I thought it was and that's kind of what um prevented me from kind of diving in uh, which is why I started with the bound. It was just, you know, the skirt and then the t-shirt and then it, you know, uh, for Luna. And then I, you know, decided to get the the wig and, you know, other little pieces that kind of made it more Luna, um, more of a cosplay versus a bound. So it's, I would say, start with your comfort comfortability level and just kind of work your way up. Yeah, no, definitely. And do it. Like, yeah. and even like, for me, I know like, I won't wear something unless I'm comfortable. So you mm-hmm. don't have to wear something that's going, cause like, and you'll hear cosplayers say they're like, oh yeah, it's just a norm to be uncomfortable in your cosplay. That is for some things, but like you can figure out a way to like, like your sprout was in like overalls and the cap. And I'm like, that's something I would wear on my day to day, just not in the same <laughs> colors. So it's something like yeah. I would be able to wear because I feel comfortable in it. And that's just, that's a, that's my barrier in cosplay mm-hmm. is I need to feel comfortable because if I'm not comfortable with what I'm wearing, I'm not going to be comfortable in the situation. So just finding those things that fit and reach out to people. Everyone is willing to help you come up with ideas or figure out how to do something with cosplay. I can't tell you how many people I messaged being like, I don't know how to make this work. <laughs> and people are like, send me photos. Let's video chat. Like everyone is willing to help out. Just mm-hmm. find those people and let them encourage you to do it. Yeah. And you don't have to be a huge crafter either. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to have, you know, a fancy sewing machine. You can just do um, hot glue. You can use safety pins. Um, Velcro. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are you looking um, forward to? Yeah, there's a to? lot of different options out there. What are you looking forward to most next year at LeakyCon? I feel like I will get a slap on the wrist if I don't say the Potter pool party. (laughs) 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 It's one of those, if you know, you know. Um, Yeah, I I think just being back around the community. um, We've we've done a really good job of um, 
making that magic last over the last you know week since LeakyCon ended. Um, whether that's through posts or through uh, chatting on Instagram, um, I feel like we've done a good job of of keeping that community kind of alive. Um, and I know that we'll 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 stay in touch, you know, over the next couple of months and into next year. Um, but I think the best part, the you know, going back to your first question, what, what did you enjoy the most? It was being with the people. Um, so I would say that's probably what I'm looking forward to most about next year is just being back in real life, sitting around a table, chatting about who knows what, avoiding pool parties, going to panels, <laughs> buying stuff, encouraging people to buy pins, napkin collectors, the vendor market, like all of the above. Yep. Such good. Well, thank you for joining me. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Next up, we have Carrie. Hey, everyone. So, Carrie, let's start off easy. How many leaky cons have you been to? I think this is my just my second, and technically, it was a geeky con the last time I went. So, um, I guess this would be my first leaky. So, yeah. And what was your favorite part? For me, I really loved, um, well, there was a lot of favorite parts. One, one of them I really loved was that people came out from all over um, to um, promote their, their nonprofit or their, their activism. Um, and I got to talk with a couple people that I just thought were, had the biggest hearts and had done so much in the Potter community. All right. Well, why don't we talk about some of those organizations? I know with I was with you for some of those conversations, at least. Absolutely. Like Tyler Starr, we've worked with Tyler um, with the Protego Foundation with ROR Apparel because uh, we collaborated on the Magical Menagerie. So we actually, I think it was 50% of the profits went to the Protego Foundation. And so I had already met Tyler online but i actually got to meet him in real life um at LeakyCon, and he was just really tall did not know he was that tall um but he was actually very very nice and he uh he was just really for the cause and really um i mean that's where his heart is 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 it's it says it on the page like fan group fighting for animal rights it's, there's not many fan groups that are doing that um so he just you could tell this was where his heart was and they had a big win um sunday they found out that universal has made it an option to have butterbeer without the topping which means it is vegan friendly now absolutely and it you know they were campaigning that for four years Mm -hmm. they started that petition on change.org it it got a lot of publicity too not just from you guys but like MuggleNet, leaky la weekly was looking uh picked it up and posted about it so even uh uh what's his name robbie jarvis Mm -hmm. the young james potter and we know ivana lynch was was huge um with the protego foundation yeah so that was that was a very exciting way to end the weekend I ran into Tyler right after he got back from being over at the park and finding out. So it was really cool to see this excitement 
and that like so right now we don't know what their next campaign will be um as they didn't realize this one would end all of a sudden because they had a stack of letters that were going to be delivered after LeakyCon that are no longer needed. So you that's know. crazy. Yeah, and he posts that it's not just the U.S.-based parks either. It's all the parks. So you right. can go to any park with the Wizarding World and have your vegan butterbeer now. Right, because in New York and um, in London, you with the London tour, you didn't have to have it on you could have the vegan butterbeer already. Yes. So, I mean. Um, and then there's uh, all the other universal parks in the world. I can't remember the cities. <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay. Orlando's the most important. <laughs> but yeah. I, well, I know that they've got the um, unofficial Harry Potter vegan cookbook. Um, and I did pre-order that it's released on November 1st. Yes. It looks so really, really good. Tyler and Amana. Amana. Yeah. Um, magical food department, uh, sneak peek. We will have the, both of them on the podcast before the release. Yes. I can't wait for that. So definitely pre-order that book. And then one of the other organizations who we have also had on this podcast before is Darren from Transfiguring Adoption. Oh yeah, I got to meet him too for the first time. And I learned about them through the magic from HomeCon that you put on. They are just a magical ball of energy. <laughs> it's the only way to describe Darren, but he is also, he has his new book out, uh, grew its hope, which we had him on to talk about with his, um, with the person that reads the audiobooks. You can also get it as an audiobook. Yes. So I also say, hey, everyone, just go buy some books this weekend. So I definitely, help. yeah, I've got, I've got a copy. I'm planning to take it to my school, and because um, it's the perfect book for my school, um, to kind of. I'm hoping to do like a little workshop with my counseling department with it. Cause there's also that magical creatures book uh, workbook as well. That goes with it. I'm excited to see what comes out of that. And that there's, I was looking online. They actually have um, online workshops. Um, they've got book series that help families, um, like use that everyday play, like the workbook uh, talks about for healing um, and like providing kids those characters they need to help them uh, heal from trauma um, and relate, you know, like that Ruit's help is, is there's this uh, little boy, well, little boy, he's in eighth grade, but he goes into a foster home and he looks different than everybody at his school. He's a different color. Um, and whether or not you're in foster care, uh, I know there's a lot of kids that would relate to that. Oh, and I think it's just, it opens people's worlds to other cultures and other belief systems and just what other people have been through. So Absolutely. I'm excited for us to both be able to read it and to discuss it later on. Yeah, and you're yeah. mentioned in the dedication which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, you sent that over to me. That was actually really exciting to find out. And even the forward is um, from Chris Rankin because he's adopted. 
Yes, he was. A, yeah, he was adopted. He's a big proponent, like a big supporter of transfiguring adoption. So, yeah, it's very, very cool. I looked at like chapter five was all about um, there's this activity called sunburst dwarves. And it focuses on like dealing with the fear of thunderstorms or the fear of nighttime. Um, and it helps with like bonding and helping other people. I'd say it's a really cool book. It's it's so cool to find all these organizations that are like Harry Potter adjacent. That like yeah. are just making a regular difference. Yeah, and this weekend I felt so much love. Um, not just from the organizations, but just the Potter community in general. I think um it's a great place to incorporate um Protego and, and transfiguring adoption. I think I think Potterheads have the biggest hearts. For sure. I agree. And some of the other organizations were there. And I apologize if we miss any, but like the Little Petal Alliance was there. Um, They are a nonprofit organization that assists BIPOC and trans individuals by providing a comprehensive mental wellness package, including therapy, employment, connections, and resources. And then our moment of uh, the Esther Earl Ball, where we all felt like we were at eighth grade dance with alcohol. <laughs> um, Esther Earl is part of, well, one of the organizations that came out of her story was um, The Star Won't Go Out, and it is an organization that supports families facing childhood cancer. Yeah, so yeah. All throughout the weekend, we just had these amazing organizations we were able to interact with. What are you most looking forward to for the next LeakyCon? I think living in North Carolina, I think one of my biggest things I look forward to is just seeing all my people. Um, I know I'll see some of them. I know I'll see you throughout the year and I'll see Paula and Karina, I'm sure. But there are some that are from all over the country and all over the world. And I, it was just so cool this year to, to see them in person and to hang out. And I think I really think that's what LeakyCon is all about. It is. This is, to me, this convention is one that, like, if you're going to LeakyCon with the assumption it's like any other convention you're going to, you, and you don't experience it for what it is, I feel like some people will walk away disappointed because they're like, oh, they didn't have, like, the celebrity guest I wanted to see, or they didn't have this. But I feel like LeakyCon, like, I go, and I know I talk to a lot of people, we go for the people in the community. It's great to see the panels. It's great to see the celebrities. We had so much fun watching the TikTokers and all the people that were there. But it's for the people and the friendships that are made out of this convention that really make it what it is. I couldn't agree more. I was trying to think of that quote Hermione said at the ball about it making the whole point was to make friends. The whole point to the tournament is international magical cooperation to make friends. Exactly. That's just like LeakyCon to make yes. friends. To make friends. And on and be unapologetically yourself. Yes. Um, that was a big takeaway too. I wrote down two quotes from different people over this weekend. Um, 
And it was, it was Chan talking about, she was talking about Luna because someone told her to roast, roast Luna and her response was, and I think this um, is a characteristic of so many people that attended the Kikana and so true. And, and what she said about Luna, but I'm going to use this in reference to everyone there is that there's nothing more impressive than someone who is unapologetic, unapologetically themselves. And I think that's why a lot of people do like Luna. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm such a nerd. I'm such a geek. Like if I, and if you were here, like Brian gets to see all the, all the weird. And I think everybody is kind of like that with, with their person or, or when they're by themselves in their home. I mean, why can't we do that? Why can't, I mean, we did it as kids. So I don't know. I feel I like sometimes because we did do it as kids, we got the reaction that it wasn't okay to be our level of weird. Oh yeah. I definitely got that. Yeah. And it's so nice that even as adults that we feel like we can now come back to that and just be who we are and show up where we are in that moment also, and not just as who we are, but we aren't expected to put on a show or to be anything except who we are in the end of it. And that, that was a big takeaway for me this weekend is that even if I was struggling or not having the best day, the people that were around me were fine with it. It wasn't a problem. They just added extra support to my life and were there. And it just made everything so much better. And hands down, best leaky con I've been to yet. Yeah. yeah oh, we're going sure. to more. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to dress up and, and hang out and do all the fun things. We will. So Carrie, where can people find you on the socials? Um, well, ROR Apparel, we've kind of taken a break, but that that is about to change. We would like to be more active. Um, so look out for that soon. But just plain old me, I'm at the Crafty Charmer on Insta. I am so glad we had such a good time at LeakyCon, and I hope everyone is enjoying this episode and that they now make a point to come to LeakyCon and then we can meet everyone else and we have new friends after the next one. Yes. Uh, you can never have too many friends. True. And then people that want to go to an event this year and not wait an entire year, LeakyCon Denver is happening the weekend of October 14th, I believe. So you can still get tickets to that one. And with that, we will end our episode unless there's anything else you have to add. No, just thank you. I and thank you not just for being on the episode, but we've we've gotten so close. And I just I kind of thank LeakyCon for that too. Same. LeakyCon has brought so many new friendships to my life just this past weekend. And I don't understand how I was in this community without knowing some of these people prior. Same. Until next time, keep creating. Wow.